What's going on, guys? Coach Rhett here. Uh, in this episode, we sit down with our member of the month, Connor O'Dell. We want to thank Connor for being on the podcast with us. We really hope uh, that you guys enjoy the podcast and learn a little bit about Connor and uh, his history with fitness. We have a ton of events coming up over the next few months, so make sure that you stay in the loop. Check out Instagram, talk to us in class, all of those different things. Uh, we are also running our founding member special, so if you have a friend, have a family member, a coworker, anybody that you know that might be interested in joining the gym, uh, reach out to us and we will reach out to them for you. Uh, everybody gets a free week to start. And then uh, hopefully they're a part of this awesome gym as well. So on with the podcast here. Again, we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, and uh, leave us a review anytime that you can. Thanks. Hey, Coach Anderson here to talk to you about our personal training. Our personal training sessions are personalized sessions created just for you and are specific to your goals. They are focused on helping you develop a specific skill or tackle a specific problem. These sessions get you one-on-one -on -one attention from your coach. So if you are feeling frustrated in class because you can't get a movement and you don't have enough time to work on it or don't have the attention of a coach for you specifically, this is a great option. Personal training sessions are also great for beginners or someone who's feeling like they're lost in class and just wants a little bit more attention. We sell our personal training in packs of 1, 3, 6, 12, and 24. So speak to a coach today if you're interested in booking a session. There you go. Hey guys, so we've got our May member of the month here, Connor Odell with um, coaches Rhett and Anderson. So we're trying a little bit different format here because Connor's a dad and he's got a busy life. Um, and so we're we're trying it over Zoom this week. So hopefully the the sound quality is good and everything and we don't have to re-record this <laughs> next week or the week after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll be all right. So um, all right, Connor. So we just wanted to start this off by saying Thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for you know giving us the opportunity to chat a little bit with you where it's not inside the gym. Um, thanks for, for being a member of the gym. Obviously, you know, you've been working hard. Um, we really appreciate you know all the feedback, the answering of the questions, um, and that you're you've been able to use your fitness outside of the gym. So I think that's probably a good place to start here. Like um, we always generally start off with how people found us or, or um, what they were looking for, um, what their background was in fitness. So I'll let you take it from there. What's your background? How did you find us? What were you looking for? Stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So again, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, this is definitely an unexpected surprise. Uh, I'll be very pleasant. So this was, this was fun to, um, to get called out as the, the member of the month and then get invited to, to do this with you guys. Um, so my, my athletic background is probably similar to a lot of folks. Um, it's, it's nothing terribly special. I did uh, basic sports through high school. Um, so I, I started out playing soccer, uh, when I was young and just kind of kept playing that casually, never at a competitive level, uh, but played casually all through high school, 
and then I was a, I was a fat middle school kid. Um, and then a buddy of mine who was a, a year older than me had gone to high school and joined uh, the wrestling team. And he was, you know, he was loving what he was doing and he was telling me all about it. We played soccer together. So as he's giving me a hard time at soccer practice, as he's starting to run laps around me, he's like, dude, you want to get in the best shape of your life? Join. And I was like, okay. So I tried it out. Now, for people who listen, I, I wrestled in Tennessee, which is not the same thing as wrestling in Ohio or Pennsylvania or Iowa or any of the, <laughs> it's, it's a whole lesser animal. Is it uh, yeah. more WWE style and less Olympic weightlifting? Is that what well, I mean? So, so you, you say that, like, I kid you not, came home from school, uh, got the flyer from the wrestling team, and I come in uh, <laughs> and I tell my dad, I'm like, hey, dad, I, I want to, you know, join the wrestling team. Can we go, you know, sign up for this? And he like, looks me in the face and he goes, what, you mean with chairs? <laughs> It's hilarious, but like you know, that was just his his immediate thought was that right? Yeah, no, yeah. My my husband wrestled. It, he grew up in Indiana, and he wrestled there. And um, he always was like, Kentucky's terrible for wrestling. Like you don't, you don't. I like. I, I mean, I didn't know anything about wrestling anyway. But he was like, we would go, we would go across the border, and they were just awful. And I was like, okay, good for you. Like. You're a big girl. I don't know what you yeah. want me to say here. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I did wrestling in high school, um, had had some moderate success. I mean, again, small program, small school, talent competition was not nearly uh, what it is in the Midwest. But, you know, it did, did pretty well there. Uh, and, and I really liked it. It was definitely, I would say, the beginning of really like doing fitness and like actually being fit and, you know, working hard and, you know, getting up a sweat and all that good stuff. So that was probably where it really started. Um, and then kind of rolled that into a little bit in college. I didn't, I didn't wrestle or anything. I didn't do any sports, um, but I did do air force ROTC. Um, so that was my pathway to active duty. And so doing that, uh, you know, fitness was, a fairly big part of that, just generically um, staying fit. We had a, a group of uh, ROTC cadets who would get together a couple extra times a week and, and work out and stuff. Um, just kind of picked it up from there and then uh, made me kind of find you guys as uh, a little twofold. So uh, one, you guys are super convenient, located right next to my dog's daycare. Uh, literally you're the back side person by the way that we've and i'm sure i told you that when you started that you're the first person from that daycare that's ever other than the people that get lost trying to go to yeah that <laughs> the dog daycare right and you're like no it's next door but you're the first person from there so well that's that's funny to me because it's i like it's ultra convenient for me so like that was that was definitely one of the reasons to like try you guys out then mm-hmm. i was also getting pushed out of the house by my wife um, just because she was tired of coming home from work because she's going into the office and has been through the whole COVID thing. And so she would go into the office, work a full day, uh, interact with other humans. And then, you know, she'd come home to me with my, you know, energy and enthusiasm to just engage with the first human being all day. Uh, <laughs> I wore her a little thin. And so she's like, you know what, you need to go find something for you that, you know, you can do and I will support it. And I was like, okay. So, I, uh, I thought a gym would be a good way to 
shake off some of the COVID rust and uh, and get back at it. And it's it's been great. I've absolutely loved it. Great, great. We love to hear that. Um, yeah, like I said, first person from from the uh, from the dog place, but certainly not the military. Um, I'm not the first person in the military aspect. Um, you know, we have a lot of people from the military. Does that, you said you did like the ROTC. Um, so you're still, are you still in? Are you out? And what's, what's the yep. path look like? Yep. So I'm, I'm still active. Um, so this summer will be six years for me. Uh, so I've been here at Wright Pat for coming on. It'll be three years in September. Um, so I'm in my second office as far as I've been out here. So I worked two years in uh, later program office, and now I'm working in the uh, medium altitude unmanned aerial vehicles. So the drone program office right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy it's, that you that uh, <laughs> like Dayton has taken off as this drone thing. Like I know Sinclair has like a big program, which is like one of the first in the nation for like drone pilots and obviously it's a big aviation center with everything going on here so oh yeah Connor what's your degree in yeah so um so I've got my undergrad in mechanical uh, engineering so did that at the the great university of Tennessee whoop whoop uh, so go balls for all the balls <laughs> um and then I got a master's of systems engineering uh, for those who don't know it's a I would say a glorified, slightly more technical version of engineering management, uh, but it is effectively what the Air Force engineers do. Uh, so it's, you know, it's a high level integration of, of all the different specialties and components and how do you help stitch all that together to make a, a full up system work well. So uh, you were talking, your wife just finished up her second to last semester, right? Of her master's and you were like you were saying all this stuff but like i and i'm not trying to discount like that she is smart and has done all this stuff but you were like yeah she's like big brain she's so impressive which she is but like also you you've done that as well like that is not right just because it's not i don't know you kind of like downplayed the fact that it because it's systems right but it's still engineering it's still an advanced degree like it's still a big deal yeah i, I appreciate that yeah it's you know it's, it's funny, I, uh, throughout my life, I have found myself uh, attracted to, and not just physically, but like mentally attracted to people who, you know, are really ambitious and, you know, have, have high drive and high desire. Uh, you know, I, I probably blame that mostly on it starting with my family, because my family yeah. a bunch of overachievers. And so that was just like, oh, that's just how you, how you do it, how you go after it. So, you know, it's just, it's funny to, to sometimes take a step back and look and go, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm also, you know, not, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the people that I, I very much find myself, you know, I, I love to, to have conversations with just people who are passionate about what they do, you know, mm -hmm. whether engineering or whether that's fitness or whether that's, you know, reading or writing or art or, you know, crafting building, woodworking, anything like that. Anybody who has a, a level of passion for what they do, I, I'm a firm believer that there's really no substitute for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, cool. That's kind of like our 
in a nutshell, you kind of put the person that we wanted, um, like if we if we wanted to write down what our you know goal client would be outside of the gym, like obviously we want fit people inside the gym and, and help people to be that. But you know, like you said, like high achievers, some intellectual people. Um, I would argue that those are more round, more well-rounded people uh, overall in life. So it's probably a better life if you can stack a few of those skills on top of each other. So, um, Anderson, do you have any questions for Connor? I know we normally send them like a whole giant thing. Yeah, so um, I have like his thing pulled up. So um, like one thing that um, I would love for you to talk about Connor just a little bit is like, what is different about our gym than you expected, right? So when you first joined, um, we were still like very much transitioning from the CrossFit name. We had pretty much, we had already changed the programming and stuff. Um, so you started out and we were already thick into the build um, programming, but you know, it's, we still came up as Gem City CrossFit. So um, just like kind of talking about what's different than you expected when you, when you first came in. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the, I mean, obviously, you know, I've, I've watched the CrossFit games. Uh, and so, you know, there's, there's that CrossFit, uh, say that with air quotes, you know, branding out there that, that, you know, and I, I have uh, a group chat with my brother and a couple of his bros from, from college and he's, he's significantly older than me and they all are, but you know, we all, we all like to work out and, and share they share their Metcons and their PRs and, and all their, you know, whatever they're doing for the day and stuff. Yeah. So like, I, I know who those guys are. I had watched the CrossFit games and, you know, I have seen, you know, I had seen CrossFit as they were selling it at the time. Uh, but coming to, you know, what is, what is now altered gym, um, you know, the, the standoffishness of that wasn't there. You know, it was, it was pretty immediate that I was just right into, Hey, welcome to the gym. This is what we're doing. This is who we are. Um, you know, it wasn't anything. And, and again, I stick with the, the build series. Um, so none of it was, you know, intimidating as far as like none of the movements made me feel intimidated. None of the, you know, coaching made me feel uh, out of place. You know, none of it, like it, it all felt very comfortable right away. Um, you know, which, which I think has, has been a lot of fun and it's just, it's made it easy for me personally. It's just, it's been a really easy and natural thing to just go to the gym and it's fun. And I look forward to it on my days that I go to the gym and, you know, yeah. so that, that was something that, you know, that was, that was not what I expected initially, uh, you know, to, to just be able to fit right in and, and incorporate it into, you know, my life just basically immediately. Do yeah. you feel like it helped you kind of coming back into the gym, um, having like your previous experience with wrestling and then, you know, fitness like that in the, in the military? I mean, normally people, obviously, I think the answer is that it, it definitely helps, but um 
do you think that helped like ease some of the apprehension or, or were you were you nervous about like what we were what what we did coming into everything I mean I feel like we had a pretty good um you know first intro class where I was like hey like it says CrossFit on the door but I think you're going to be surprised at what we do and how it's not like what you see on TV so yeah um so I mean obviously like you know having a fitness background and, and being someone who you know is is I would say in generally decent health, um, you know, it, it, that like physically was easier, but, you know, I, I feel like a lot of it for me was a, you know, a mental, you know, there, there wasn't much of a hurdle that I needed to overcome because it wasn't drastically different than the types of workouts that I had done in the past you know, like one big muscle movement, one or two ancillary muscle movements in type of a, a group exercise, you know, and then that was like, that would be your block A mm -hmm. and your block B would be another, you know, major muscle group. And then a couple ancillary movements on top of that. And then, you know, you just you work to, to build strength and build repetition and, and, you know, the, all of that was just, it was very comfortable for me to just go, oh yeah. I know what I'm doing. I, and I guess one of the bigger things there was like, I, I feel a lot of um, CrossFit is focused on speed. And I feel like that for me gets uncomfortable because I start like, I, I am inherently competitive. I like to be, or try to be competitive with those around me. And if it's in an environment that is conducive to that, like I will be competitive and I will right. try but if I'm doing that and I'm not doing the movements properly, or if I'm, you know, pushing, trying to push too fast and, you know, hyperextending a knee or an elbow or something like, I just, I feel like that, you know, that was kind of the apprehension in my brain. It was like, okay, well, I, I need to focus. I need to, you know, be prepared to slow myself down, not get sucked up into this like competition atmosphere, you know, really focus on the movements, do good movements. And, and the build class for me has really has been like that because it's 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 strict it's structured and it's strict movements, but it is still you know I'm getting my heart rate up. I mean, especially this block right now, it's it's been kicking my butt. Right. <laughs> but it's but it's great, you know, and, and I and I love that you know that feeling. But you know, it's also I feel in control every time I'm doing a movement, and I don't feel like I'm ever putting myself in a position that I'm trying too hard or pushing too far to, you know, get to, uh, one more rep or, you know, one more round or one more series kind of thing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely like, that's, and that's what that class is meant for. Right. I mean, um, we've had multiple, you know, we talked about this last week with Anderson and I did about like that class three days a week and then like some low intensity stuff and maybe one or two days of, um, you know, the lifted move is like really all you need. Like it's a great foundation. It's a great base of training. Your heart rate's still going to, still going to get up. You're still going to burn calories. Like, and I think you've started since we changed the build a little bit when it started, we kind of cycled through days where it was like one day was like a press day. One day was like a deadlift day. One day was like a, a squat day. And it was kind of all primarily focused around those three movements. And then we had a clean day. Um, Anderson, what was the other day that we had before we had flex? Do you remember? Um, 
I think we we had the Olympic lifts separated. Oh, one day was for cleans and one day was for snatches. Yeah, Tuesday was cleans and um, Wednesday or Thursday was snatches. Yeah, and and we even like rotated days, and that was kind of hard to do. But you. Oh yeah, that was really hard. Um, much more regimented thing, Connor. So I'm glad that it's. Yeah, I like it better too. Well, and it definitely like, right? It works like. So Connor, you like to run as well, right? And so you can have very much like your schedule is very regimented. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you come to class and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you can run. Whereas before it was like, it shifted every week. So one week you would be on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then the next week you would, your class would be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then it would be the next week. It would be Wednesday, Friday, Monday, right? Like it would just, it changed all the time. Yeah, I I love the structure now. Like running is a, a, you know, I I have a relationship with running. I don't necessarily like it. (laughs) You did do a a half marathon. So why don't you take people kind of through like that kind of training? How long did that take? What was the race like? I mean, that's a pretty big accomplishment for anybody to do. I mean, it's 13 miles in one sitting. Like it's, it's not a small, it's not a small thing. Yeah. So, so a half marathon in my mind is the, the right distance. So, and and I say that, so I'll, I'll go a little bit more into that. So I have done a full marathon once. I will never do it again. It was awful. Uh, I did not train properly for it. I did it my freshman. Um, and I didn't train for it because that commitment is, excessive. And that was when I was in college and had literally like no commitments other than like, wake up, go to class, do a little bit of homework and then exercise. And I didn't do it because, you know, it's a lot. So the, the program that I, I follow, and I'm not the poster child for following a strict program, but the, the program that I follow is from, I believe it's halfmarathons.net. They've got several different training programs in there, roughly um, spread out between nine weeks and I think 18 or 20 weeks, depending on how, like what your experience level is and how hard you want to try and push. Um, so I did, I think the 14 week training program. And I basically, I, f- I found a race that I wanted to do. And then I backed up from there where I was that day. And I was like, okay, let's, you know, let's do this. Um, so you start, you know, it's, it's three to four runs a week. Um, and it starts out with, you know, two to three mile runs. And then basically every week, your long run on the weekend extends about a mile. Uh, some weeks you don't grow that one, but you grow your, your midweek runs. And basically by the end of it, you're doing a, you know, a four mile, a five mile, a six mile in the middle of the week. And then a long, you know, 10, 11 mile run on the weekend. And again, I say I'm not a poster child for that because I would only do two runs a week. Um, but you know, I wasn't trying to set a PR. I was just trying to get back out there and, and go for a, a sub two hour run. So, uh, a nine minute per mile pace, it's nothing too terribly breakneck. Um, uh, but again, you are, you are really downplaying the significance of, of that, right? Like for someone who is not a runner who specifically said like, I'm not trying to do anything crazy, like sub two hours is not nothing, right? Like 
that's fair. So, so yeah, so I, I would recommend thinking about a race or thinking about it, go out and experience a race day. And like at the end of your race day, however far you go, like if you sign up for a major race in a local city, I know just the other weekend they had the flying pig. They've got the Columbus uh, marathon coming up here. I think in a couple of weekends, like go to one of those race days and sign up for the 5k or, you know, the 10k, depending on how far you currently run. And, and just, if you've never experienced a race day and feel the energy that day and tell me it's not addictive. <laughs> you're just you like, have like a, like a hundred meter dash for slow. Yeah. Meters. Like race, like race day is just so much fun. Cause like everybody is there and they're there to just support everybody else. Like everybody put in the work to do however far they want to do, you know, people, people are planning on, you know, jogging and, you know, jog walking a 5k and they're getting the same folks standing on the sideline, cheering people on as the people that are running three and a half hour full marathons, you know, it's like everybody is just there to celebrate everybody, you know, going out there and, and doing something for themselves. And it's, it's a ton. And so that was kind of what got me hooked. Was yeah. Needed my full marathon in college. The atmosphere of race day was incredible. Uh, and so that was, I was like, okay, I won't do a full ever again, but I can do a half, you know? <laughs> and, and like, for me, I say it's the perfect distance because I run the whole time, but I'm not ever running to the point where I feel like I'm out of breath. So like a 10 K I feel just again, in my head, I feel like you have to like go out and run it hard the whole time, but like a half marathon, I feel like I'm going out there and I'm running a, you know, and, and the first couple ones I did, I was not sub two hours. I was, you know, running and it was, you know, I think the first one that I ran as a competitive race, I trained for it. I wanted to do 10 minutes uh, per mile. Like I want to do a 10 minute mile race. So it's going to be a, a two hour and, you know, 11 minute or 12 minute race time. And it happened to be that that day, because of the energy on race day, I ran it in like two Oh five. Cause yeah. it, you know, I, had, I had trained for a speed and you know, all different kinds of articles and stuff you can read for recommendations on how to train for your pace and all that stuff, you know, much more educational than I am, but you know, just, just got after it. And, and the energy of race day was just so much fun that I was like, Oh, this is great. And ended up running, you know, almost seven or eight minutes faster than I had expected to, which is a significant jump in speed. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's cool. I think it's fun, especially like if you have that competitive spirit, right. Even if you <clears throat> like, if you can, I think it's great that you're able to harness it in like, I'm just competing against me. Right. Like, so you're like this most recent race, you had a goal of two hours. It didn't matter what anyone else was doing, but you had that goal that you set for yourself. Right. Um, and so like, I think, you know, having that outlet for that competitiveness um, and like Rhett talks about this all the time, like having something to train for makes it a lot easier to train, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so much so. And like, you know, so, so I, you know, my, my running started this December cause I was, you know, I was struggling just generically as, as I'm sure a ton of people are now, like I was at home telework 
wasn't doing me any good, wasn't going to the office, wasn't getting the interaction with other people that I needed. And like my wife can see me moping and she's like, look, man, you gotta, you gotta help yourself here and you need to, you know, you need to do something. And so she's like, Hey, why don't, why don't you start running again? So like, I guess it was before January. Cause this was before I joined up with the gym. So this was probably, Oh, August, September. So almost about, you know, coming up on a year ago now, she's like, Hey, you need to, you need to really, you know, do something for yourself to help you out. And, and, you know, they say for, you know, 30 minutes of cardiovascular exercise a day, you know, whether that's running or walking for, for whatever you're at is great for your mental health can certify. It is great for your mental health. <laughs> yeah. So you did your half marathon in Nashville. Um, I, I did. Yes. You, you got it under two, two hours, which is great. When I was there, I, I did one as well. Not, not recently, but uh, did you have anybody finishing the full marathon as you were finishing your half? You um, no, I did not. Uh, I'm sure they're fairly close. I, I still think we're, uh, I still don't think humans have run a sub two hour full. Yeah, I guess there were folks that running. had started ahead of me in the corral. So there may have been, and I just didn't notice it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I just as, right, as I don't we think anybody about. did the, the two hour, like broken the two hours yet. I just remember like I want to say I finished at like 220 or 230 or something. And not not far, like maybe five minutes later, I, you know, you could hear them. You know, we talked about the course, right? And like yeah, coming down that hill and like full sprint. And I was like, this is nuts. Like homeboy, homeboy is sprinting 26 miles and yeah. died running 13 so yeah, doing, <laughs> doing five doing five minute five minute 30 second splits for a whole i couldn't marathon. sprint one i couldn't sprint a mile in five and a half minutes and then no. keep it up it's wild yeah yeah it's it's crazy like just watching other humans achieve stuff like that is, is just nuts to me yeah yeah um all right anderson well i think we'll let Connor get back to his family here, but we got a few more questions to ask. Do you want to start them off here? Let's, let's sure. Um, all right. Now I've lost them. Hold on. All right. Well, I think I have some. Let's go with okay. um, Connor. You said you like to read um, or that you at least know how to, and you've read in the past. You made it through college with two, two degrees. So um, I would assume that you've read some books. What are your top three books that you would recommend or that you've gifted? So funny enough, I haven't read any books in a long time, but my list is growing and growing by the day. So listen, uh, we have book club. You can come in. You don't even have to read the book. You just get some food. You can listen. Maybe you, maybe you pick it up from there. That's, that's going to be my <laughs> selfish plug. <laughs> that's fair. I've, I've got two on my list. I think I'm about to buy one to read on my upcoming travels. Um, so the two books, I've got uh, The Infinite Game by okay. uh, So uh, The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek and then The Guts to Try by James H. Kyle and John Robert Eidson. So I haven't read either of them yet, but they are the next two books on my list. Um, so The Infinite Game is a, a philosophical discussion. We had Simon Sinek come and talk to us at work uh, he really? I, have you read any of his other stuff? I have not, but our, uh, our senior good. leaders have, and they know him from way back, and they were able to pull him in to talk to us. 
His his stuff is really good. We've used it. I've used some of it quite a bit for the gym in terms of um, helping to find like our mission and vision and um, okay things of that nature. So like start with eat. why is really good. Yeah, leaders eat last is really good. Um, both of those are from him. He has a ton of other ones, but yeah. Um, so his. His his video that I gotta that I gotta watch and join. It was uh, again that, that just attractiveness to infectious and passionate people. I could I could tell he was very passionate. He had strong beliefs in what he was doing and how he could help give back. And he's a fantastic he, talker. Uh, he's one he of those was, people where you could just I, he could talk about. He could be like, "This is how you clean out your septic tank," and I'd be like, "I'm in. Whatever you're about." To <laughs> yeah. <do." laughs> yeah, he was he was fantastic. Um, so. Uh, he, he hooked me on that and he was talking about the infinite game and kind of the terms of, of today's political structure, uh, not to, not to get political, but just an interesting topic, certainly worth, um, understanding better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't think we, like, we don't have to get into everybody's beliefs and stuff like that, but I think that everybody can, can acknowledge that like politics right now is, is a game, right? And it's not, <laughs> serving the people in the best way that it can be yes yeah and his his perspective was just really interesting what he was talking about and and so you know with everything going on particularly in ukraine and how it related it was it was really interesting. so that that got my my interest peaked to read that and the guts to try is a story about um the there was an operation back in i believe it was the 70s maybe the 80s uh, called operation eagle claw uh, and it was a failure of rescuing the Iranian hostages uh, by the military. And it's actually like what came out of that failure was uh, the United States Special Operations Command. And so it talks about how that was formed cool. from one of the guys who was there, his perspective on it. So um, just that was a, a really uh, cool opportunity to talk with some guys who, who do that kind of stuff through work and uh, they were telling me about this book and so that definitely piqued my interest as well um all right let's see what's another question here what is your top purchase for under a hundred uh, under a hundred dollars or not that expensive what do you think somebody should have so i absolutely love my gooder sunglasses uh, so for for folks who don't know, it's G O, uh, O, so G O O D, good, er, and then the letter R. So, gooder sunglasses. They're 25 bucks. Um, and they are polarized lenses. They come in all different, and I mean all different kinds of color patterns and designs. They're super fun. You can get them with any outfit. They're 25 bucks each, so you can have a couple pairs. Um, and they, for running, they stay on my face exactly where I want them to. They get scratched easily. I can wear them around the house. And I've lost, you know, one less pair than I've purchased. And that's been quite a few over the years. But you know, <laughs> so if I lose a pair, I don't feel like I'm like, oh, crap, I left my Ray-Ban somewhere. It's like, oh, I, I lost my gutters. There was 25 bucks, you know, I can buy another pair and I don't feel bad. Yeah, that's awesome. Um what if you could have a billboard what would it say and where would it be you know of all the questions you guys gave me this was the only one i couldn't come up with a good answer for yeah it's hard 
Yeah. So, you know, my, my brain immediately goes to something Tennessee Vols related. <laughs> okay. Probably in like downtown, you know, Lexington or uh-huh. downtown Gainesville or, you know, downtown Tuscaloosa, but we don't really have much to hold over Alabama right now. So, um, you know, there, there's a, a right. really famous picture in Tennessee circles of uh, Rashad Golden flipping off the crowd. Uh, that a lot of people have turned into their cell phone backgrounds. So it might be a little rude, but uh, that's how I love my college football. So, (laughs) Um, What's an unusual habit or strange thing that you love? Um, So I had to talk with my wife to get help on this one. Mm -hmm. Her her response, because it annoys her so much, I really hate silence. Okay. I have a really hard time just like letting things be quiet and still. And so for her, like it drives her up the wall, but like I am constantly either like listening to music, which is my primary source of like entertainment, or I'm like passively listening to a television show or then I'll like get into a television show and then I'll just watch it. Yeah. Or I'm like, you know, listening to, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Linus Tech Tips on YouTube. He's a big tech YouTuber. It's like, I'll listen to his videos about just like modern technology and like what's going on. And so like, I'm just constantly consuming sound and it drives my wife insane. So that's, that's probably the, the best one that I can come up with there. All right. I would think you're probably very similar too, right? Or Greg is very similar, Anderson? Greg is. He annoys the hell out of me i'll come home and he likes to play like music on the television and he's like not even in the room like he's not around he'll be like in the shower where he can't hear the music or he'll like go outside and work out but just leave music on in the house and i'm like why (laughs) the dogs do not need this like can't i just come home to a quiet house that sounds very familiar but we had and we had a big struggle because I like to, especially like when I'm reading, I like it to be silent. Like I can't have any other. I don't like having other distractions. So and I like to read before bed. And so he used to like not be able to just have it be quiet and be reading. And so that was something that he had to. He got he got used to it, but it took a little while. You whipped him into shape. I get it. Uh huh. I I am the master of this house. <laughs> yeah, we know. um let's see well you already answered the music one that i normally answer but you do have a kid so i'll ask you one last kind of would you rather and then we'll let you get back to your night uh so the would you rather uh if you've never heard this before you have two options number one you can sprint everywhere that's the only so anytime you have to do anything anytime you have to go anywhere you have to sprint just a straight run um gotta go to the bathroom run you got to walk around the grocery store. You're just sprinting. So option A, you can run everywhere. Or option B, every time you open your mouth, it's just yelling. So essentially, you're a toddler. You're either sprinting or you're yelling or doing both. And you have to pick one or the other. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, I would I'd probably have to run everywhere. Okay. That's what we said too. What Anderson said, she's already yelling. So no, I'm already yelling. So I might as well just do that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, it's funny you say run everywhere and I just immediately think of my brother. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I would, I would have to run everywhere. I mean, uh, I did full sprint, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it should, I mean, if I'm, if I'm doing that all the time, it should bring down my half marathon time, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Or the amount of the amount that you have to recover just skyrockets because you're. Yeah. Just, yeah. That, that doesn't sound there. terribly fun. You don't even have to work out then, in my opinion. So that might be that might be the answer that everybody should pick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just you just have to do some strength training because you're getting all your cardiovascular just throughout the day. Sprint. You only need to do upper body. Have you seen sprinters thighs? Those yeah. Fair. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. So um all right connor well we will let you get back uh to your family and to this beautiful weather that we have here in dayton ohio for the first time this year um thank you again for being on the podcast thank you again for being you know an awesome member of the gym and uh we can't wait to see you know what else the build class brings for you and what other fitness you know that you get to accomplish and um you know again just thanks for being an awesome person and being a part of the community yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on. This was, this was really fun. Um, you know, like, like I said, I'm, I'm attracted to people with passion. You guys obviously have it. Um, it definitely comes through in the gym. It's a ton of fun. I love coming to class. Uh, I love working out with everybody else there. I I've made the joke. I, I kind of don't want to give it away, but the four thirty class, I've made the joke to my wife that I, I feel, uh, I feel like the guy from Ted Lasso where he goes to yoga with all the girls, you know, I'm, <laughs> And, and I just get to show up and, you know, nobody cares. I'm there. We all work hard, you know, and, and it's just a ton of fun. And I have absolutely fallen in love with the, the 430 build class. And it's, uh, it's been a great time. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We'll talk yeah. to you later. All right. Sounds good. Thanks guys. Yep. See you tomorrow, Connor. Bye. Bye.